pages that you have from last week we're going to get back to, but this is really where we're up to. And I realize that it's better to learn it, it's better to learn it, uh, to learn most of Parag Zayin and Shai Yichid Vemunah before we go, before we go further. We are, we're in the sugya of, <coughs> of the, of the Machloikis, Simpson Kipshuto and Enu Kipshuto. Because the basis of all of Chasidis, as we learned, and every single every single Torah and every single Minag and whole Hashkov Sakhaim of Chasidis is rooted in this understanding of Simpson Shalai Kipshuto in order to understand. What does it mean? What's the meaning in Chesidus of Atar Esladas, Einov Novado, Les Osapolumine? We have to we have to understand the the Mahalach of Tzimtzum, which is Enokipshuta. We're going to only learn a little bit about the Mahalach of Tzimtzum Kipshuto because that's not really what we're Isaac in. But to understand the difference is very, very important. But the Iker is to understand the basis of Tzimtzum, which is Ena Kipshuto. So in order to do that, I thought the best thing to do right now would be to learn most of Perik Zayin and Shai Yichudimuna. We're not going to finish it now. We'll start. So everybody can bring a Tanya next week. I I focused out of this <coughs> this uh, edition of Tanya because it's easier. It's either, because it has Nakuda, It's a little bit easier to read, and there are a few Marmakaimas that we'll be able to fill in to help us a little bit on what we're doing. I can't emphasize how overemphasize how important this is. This parak. There are hundreds of places in the in the Ksavim of the Balatanya that deal with this. Really, thousands. But home base is Parag Zayin and Shai That's that's the home base, and in this parak we're going to get to a very contra. There is a very controversial sentence that we're going to learn and to try to understand at our level. His critique of those who did not believe in Simpson Dan Kipshuto, who who were the proponents of Simpson Kipshuto, and the strong words that Altarvi has for that. We'll see here in the parak also. So let's begin. We're going to do it quickly because we could spend the rest of the year just uh, being medayik in every single word over here. But we need to just understand the basic Indian. For now. We'll go into it more, Mitch Hashem, as we go along. yuvan The posuk Shema Yisrael ilo the Zohar Kodesh tells us that when we say Shema Yisrael, that sentence of Shema Yisrael is the higher level of unity. Some of you are familiar with these terms, you've learned them, we've spoken about them over the years. That's called the lower unity. We'll see what that means. Because even the word va'ed, <coughs> in 
is the word echad with the chilufe asvan and the way that these letters are changeable because we have the ayin and the dalad and the and the uh, vav and the and the aleph are interchangeable. I'm not going to go into that now either. It's not important for now. But the main thing is to remember that Shema Yisrael is Yichud Eilor, and Baruch Hashem Kvad Machusai is Yichud Tata. Now, what does that mean? Yichud Eilor, the higher unity, and Yichud Tata, the lower unity. What does that mean? All of our Amunah depends on understanding this. Kihinei Sibas Vetam Hatsimsum Vahester Hazeh. The reason, the cause, and the reason for the tzimtzum, for how Hashem Baruch made the world by concealing His light, the tzimtzum ba'ahester hazeh, shehister v'helem Hakadosh Baruch Hu as achayis shel ha'olam that Hashem, that Hashem Baruch has concealed, has hidden. The life, the chiyas, the life of the world, the true life of existence. Kedeshiyah ha'olam nira dava nifrad bifnei atzma. Because Hashem Baruch wanted that the world should appear to be separate. Ki'ilu, it has its own separate existence. Hinei huyadu alakol. Everybody knows. Kitachlis Briyas Olam, who Bishvil his Galus Malchusa Yisbarach. That the Tachlis of creation is to reveal Malchus Hashem. Bishvil his Galus Malchusa Yisbarach. De'ein Melech Beloy Am. Because there is no Malchus, there is no kingdom without a people, without a nation. Dein Melech Belay Am. Perush Am, Meloshan Oimemais. And the deeper meaning of the word Am, a nation, a people, is from the word Omemos. If you look at, we're not going to go through the footnote, but if you look, if you look later in the footnote, the Marmakarmis from the Gemara, from the Gemara Psachim, and in many places, that the Loshan of Oimemos. The Rebbe is explaining that the word Am, nation, people, in Melech below Am, that Am is alluding to the word Oymamos. Now, Oymamos in the Gemara is explained, Gecholim Oymamos, is when you have coals, coals that are used for burning, and those coals, the fire of the coals, the fire has already extinguished. And the coals are already just dark, dark, and and there's still only like when 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 the coals when the fire goes out, there's there is there is still that remains a a very faint uh, a very faint light. What are they called? Embers. Yeah, embers. That the, the coals in that state are called ambers, where there's just a, it's still it's still hot, yeah, right. but you can't really see, there's no fire. So the, right, these are burning ambers. 
That's in the Lashon of the Gemara, that's called Gechalam Oymemais. So what the Alter Rebbe is saying is, Ein Melech Belay Om, Perish Om, Melashon Oymemais. That the only way there could be a Malchus, the only way that Malchus of Hashem is meaningful, where there are human beings who can choose Akadosh Baruch Hu, it means that they have to contend with the state of darkness. It means that their Mamlech, the Melech, despite the fact that, they're not, that, that, that they don't live in a world of, of ignited, lighted, shining, burning bright, Elokus, they live in a world where Elokus is an amber that is that they could barely barely see unless they really move it around like in the like with the charcoals with the barbecue that you really can't see you really can't see that it's that there's still uh, uh, any or that there's any light so ein melech belayam Rebbe says that there really is no meaning to the malchus unless you have <coughs> unless there's a nation unless there's a people on a deeper level, the Rebbe says, there's no meaning to the Malchus unless there's a state, unless existence is in a state of Gecholem Oymemais, the Ambers. Unless existence is in such a state where the fire of Elokus is hidden, where the light of Elokus is hidden. Shem Devarim Nefradim Bizarmo Chaykim Imalas Amalach. So that the people of the kingdom all f- all sense, all feel that they're separate from him. That they're that they're very, very far from the king, from the and from the Maila of the king. That's the only Malchus that's meaningful. Anything other than that is not called a malchus. Hashem's malchus is not with the malachim. Because even though, of course, they're completely subservient to Hashem, in Shemayim, the gecholim, the, the coals are not embers. In Shemayim, they're, they're, they're burning, burning coals and fire. Only here in this world, as a result of the tzimtzum, as a result of the concealment and the contraction of Hashem's light can there be in this state of Gechalim Oymimus where Elokus is, is like the Ambers only in this state of hidden Elokus is there such a thing as an Om as a nation that can make a decision to move around the coals to search and to look and to find that that elokus that is hidden. Because even if a king had many sons, it's not. There's no melucha. There's no melucha over the sons. It's not called a melucha. And even when it comes to the ministers of the king who are there in the palace, in other words, for whom the coals are, are, are obvious and lit and shining, because they live there in the palace and they serve the king Mamish in the palace. 
That's not called also. That's not called a malucha. That's not a malucha. A king who, who only has his children serving him is not a malucha, it's a family. It's not a malucha. A malchus is where there are those who feel that they're that they're apart, that they're different, and who have the choice not to be in that malchus. The children who were born into it, it's a different parasha. Rak Barov Am. Barov Am Davka Hadris Malach. Davka Barov Am. Davka when there is when there's a multitude of those who are in that state of Am, of Gecholim Oimimos, who live in the concealment of the king, who are not part of the palace or the royal family. And they have and they have accepted they've accepted the king that's Davka Hadras Melech that reveals the glory and the splendor of the king of the Melech that's really the Malchus and the name that we use that we were taught that is referring to Midas Malchusi Yisbarach, to this Midas of Hashem being a Melech, Hushem Adnus. Hushem Adnus, Aleph Dalad Nun Yud, Adnus, Ki Hu Adoin Kol Ha'aretz. Ki Hu Adoin Kol Ha'aretz. Because Hashem is Adon Kol Ha'aretz, the master of the world. The Nimsa Kimidazo, this Mida of Hashem's Malchus is Adnus. And this name, Hain Hamahavin Umekaimin Ha'olam, this Mida that Hashem Kivyochal, Hashem created the world in order to be Adon Olam, and revealed this name of Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. Hain they give life and sustain the existence of the world. That the world should appear the way that it does now. Yesh Gomor. As Yesh Gomor. As complete existence. As something which truly exists. And it does truly exist, as we'll see. We'll talk about that. The Tzemach is very emphatic about that. There are those who misinterpreted the, the Tanya because of what the Alter Rebbe writes in a number of places who misinterpret to say that the world doesn't truly exist. It's, a, it's an illusion. That's, that's not true. Chas Shalom is not true. So the world, the Baruch Shalom, through this name of Aleph Dalad Nun Yud, which expresses his unfathomable, unknowable will to be Adon Olam, gives life and existence to a world which which we experience as Yesh Gomor, as as true reality. This is the reality that we know. B'dovenifrat b'fnei 
and as something which is separate unto itself. And it's not Baltabamitsias. It's not it's not blown away by God. It's not nullified in God's presence. The world the world and those who live in the world are not bottled are not naturally <coughs> bottled to Elokus. They feel their own existence. They experience their own existence. And they're not in any way on their own like a drop of water that's bottled to the ocean. There's no feeling like that in this world. And if, and if this name of Hashem, and this Rotson Limloch, to be king, and this name of Aleph Dalad Nunyan, were it to for a moment, for a second to be mistalic, to disappear, to be removed, then all of existence, all of creation, would return to nothingness, would return to, to the infinite, to the infinite light, that ocean of, of Elokus, of Devar Hashem. Ruach Piv Yisbarach, and would be completely nullified in the ocean of God's infinite light. If we were bottle, is that what it means? It would be nullified if we were bottle? No, bottle means nullified. Right, but I'm saying the whole... What is this place? That if Hashem, if Hashem were to remove that name of Aleph Dalad Nun Yud, which is master of the world, and for whatever reason... Hashem Ezbar decided that he wasn't interested in this project, in this undertaking. And the Al of Dalad Nun Yud would be removed, and there would no longer be that concealment of the, of the, the word is not embers, it's embers, right? Embers, embers. I kept on saying embers. Of the embers and would be removed. That concealment of the of the embers would be removed, and the light of Hashem would would then be revealed in its fullness. So, if that were to happen, there could no longer be any existence as we know it. It would be all bottle. It would be it would be completely lost, like like a particle of light on the sun. It wouldn't have any of its own meaning or existence or of its own light. It wouldn't be called a world at all. It wouldn't be a world. Remember that the name, the word Olam, is from what word? Ne'elam, Helam, that which is hidden. There's only an Olam because of the Helam, because of what's hidden. If it were no longer hidden, then there, then there couldn't be a world. There couldn't be anything. It would just be swallowed up in the ocean of God's infinite existence, as it was before there was a world, where everything was in potential in that infinite light of God. The gather, the definition of the word, olam, world, 
Nofel al Bechines Mokum. Or Bechines Zman Davke. Applies only when, when there is a world, when there's existence that takes up space, where there's Mokum, or Bechines Zman and time, Davke. Bechines Mokum, what does Mokum mean? Mokum means Mizrach, Umarav, Tzafen, Darum, Milo, Umata. East, West, North, South, above and below. Bechines Zman, that Hashem created, and that this world is defined by, is of our past, of our present, for us and future. V'hinikol Bechines Elu. All of these Bechines, all of these uh, terms, of East, West, and so on, and past and f- present, future, they have no shaykhs to God himself. To the Midas al to by Kajborah, there's no separation of East and West. It doesn't have any shaykh, it doesn't mean anything. Kimbe Midas Malchusi is Baruch Lavada. Only in this Midas of Malchus that Hashem revealed, in the reality of Ein Melech below Am, in the Gecholim Amimas, in the, in the, what appeared to be the extinguished, the embers, of of the olam of the helaim in the midah of malchus is there any meaning to time and to space only then is it shaykh kim bemidas malchus is borach lavada shaykh loimashu is borach melach lamala at ein kate so lamata ein tachlis to speak of Hashem as malchus that is a malchus which is Lamala uh, above without end and below that uh, as we say all the time in in, in davening it says in Chumash all over v'chenla arbesitrin and all four sides the four directions all of that that were miachet yichud Hashem by by borg shem kavod machus olam ve'ed that's the yichud atatah all of that we say v'chen b'chin zman time. We say Hashem Melech, Hashem Molech, Hashem Yimloch, that he, he is king, he was king, he will be king, present, past, and future. All of these Lashainas. These are all the Lashainas of what? Of Malchus. Of Adnus. Of Aleph Dalad Nunyut. Of Malchus Hashem. These words have no meaning in Elokus itself. Only in Malchus Hashem. Only from that point of, of the Tzimtzum, of the concealment. Benimsa. Shechiyas hamokam, shechiyas hazman, that the existence of space and the existence of time, v'shavus ha'me'ayin liyesh, and their coming and being brought into creation, into existence from nothing, the kiyumam calls man kiyumam, and the entire duration of their existence, is only mimidas malchus yisbach. It's because of this mida of malchus Hashem, of ein melech blo am. Vishem Adnus Barhu and the Shem Alaf Dalad Nunyud Barhu. What specifically does this name have to do with the whole thing? Is it a different meat of Hashem? Adnas? What is Adnas? How does it relate to what we're talking about? Well, let's continue to learn. I don't understand though how you don't understand. 
Maybe explain to me how you don't understand though. What, what is it that's not clear? We're mentioning a name. Yeah. And Malchus. Yeah. And is this name different than the other names of Hashem? And this name represents Malchus? As opposed yes. to, is that what it is? So why are you saying you don't understand? No, I'm trying to clarify it, saying that this name is, is synonymous with Malchus. Yes, that's what we learned. Good. Okay. A plus. Now, of course, the midah, the midah, this midah of Malchus Hashem. Now, we're, we're learning to understand every single day of our lives. What does it mean when we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Hashem Echad? Now I understand that for that for this is not we're not saying anything that you don't haven't already learned and you don't know, but we have to we have to put this into the context of of what the Balshamtiv of what the Balshamtiv is all about, what Chassidus is all about. L'fisha midas malchusa yisbarach miuchedes b'mahusu va'atzmusi yisbarach. There is no separation, God forbid, between malchus Hashem. This this rotsen that Hashem had to hide <coughs> His infinite presence, to allow for there to be Malchus. In other words, this name of Alef Dalad Nun Yud, Hashem expresses His rotsen Limloch, His desire to be a king. And in order for there to be a kingdom, there needs there must be Tzimtzum concealment. There must be concealment. <coughs> this. This Midas Hamalchus of Hashem, which is the Nakuda of Nakuda of Malchus and the Nakuda of Malchus or and the Or Ein Soiv Baruchu, this Midas of Malchus is Miuchedes Bamahusu Vatzmusis Baruch Betachlas Ayichud, is bound and unified with the essence of God, Betachlas Ayichud, an absolute unity. Absolutely one with the essence of God. Kamoshiyas Bar, as we'll learn. Hilkach, Gam Bechinas Amokum Vahazman, Betalem Bemitsiyas Mamish, and therefore, the truth is that Gam Bechinas Mokum, that all of all space, place, Mokum, Vahazman and time, in truth, are betalim b'mitzias mamish, are nothing, are as nothing, are ki'ilu, they don't exist. From the perspective of God Himself. From our perspective, Mokim Zman is very serious. That's our only, those are our points of reference. That's how we live, with space and with time. That's the helim, that's the concealment. We live, we live in the, a world of embers, of burning embers, of gechalim amimais. And from that perspective of the um, zman amakam is how we live. That's, that's, that's what we know. That's how we, that's how we can look at, a, at everything. But from God's perspective, which is the truth, time and space are betaylim mitzias mamish, are nothing. 
in light of God's essence. Like the bitl, like the complete nullification of a particle of light on the sun. See, a particle of light, when it's far from the sun, feels its chashivas. That particle of light feels that, you know, I'm lighting up this little spot. And, and the particle of light... Uh, the particle of light when it's far away from the sun, the right, the ray of light when it's far away from the sun, so it senses itself, if it could, it senses itself as being something which is, is separate, and it has its own yesh, its own metzias. That's not how the, 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 that light feels when, when, it's, when it's together with the sun. When it's together with the sun, when it's when in its when it, it's in its place, from where it comes, so then that particle of light is completely is completely bottled in the vastness, in the unbelievable vastness of the sun. or The only time that we that the or that the light of the sun is experienced as something which is separate is when you're far away from the sun. But when you're when you're there, so then it's completely bottom to the sun. And there, there the the muscles a good muscle, but the, it's still very, very infinitely far from the from uh, from Akash Baruch, who we're talking about the the Nimshal. And this is the Shiluv, the fusion of those two names, that in this world before Mashiach comes, of course, we pronounce them the same. The, the Aleph, Dalad, Nun, Yud, and Yud, Ke, Vav, Ke. Which is Yichu, Kuchu, which is the Tachas of our lives. This Shiluv of the Shem Adnus, B'Shem Havaya, which in the which in many Sidurim you see printed in the Siddur itself, <coughs> but you will have the you'll have the two names of Al of Dalad Nun Yud and Yud Kevavke in all the Svadi in all the Svadish Sidurim and in many other Sidurim as well, you see that when you say the Shem Hashem, that the Shem Havai and the Shem Adnas, the four letters are are interwoven, one each letter in, in that letter, the Aleph with the Yud and so on. Dalad <coughs> The shilu of the shame of the shame adness and the shame havaya. What does that mean? What is this? What is this interfacing of those two names, of the shame adness and the shame havaya? What does that mean? Kishem havaya, Moira, because the name Yudke Vavke, Moira indicates Shulamalam and Hazman. The Shem Yudke Vavke means that we're talking about Hashem Kivyochel himself, which is Lamalam Hazman, which of course transcends time. There's no meaning of time. That's why the simple meaning of the word Yudke Vavke, for our ears, is that Hashem is, was, and always will be. There's no meaning of time. One moment, turn the page.
Kamesha Kosov. As it says in the Zara Kaddish, Vachelim Alu Bechinis Mokam. And the name Yudke Vavke means that Hashem is Lamal and Bechinis Mokam. Hashem transcends, transcends time and space. Because Hashem, every every second, is creating, bringing into existence, as Kol Bechines Hamakam Kuloi. Kol Bechines Hamakam Kuloi. This the feeling of the reality of time and space. Milamala Adlamata, above below and all four directions. So what are we doing when we put those two names together? The Shem Yudke Vavke and the Shem Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. That we pronounce the Shem Yudke Vavke. That's the, that's the Shiluv that, that we live with every single time we say the Shem. We say Aleph, we pronounce the Shem Yudke Vavke. We don't say the Shem of a Farish, we're not allowed to. But when we're Mishalah of the two names together, Adnus and Yudke Vavke, what is it that we're what is it that we're, we're, we're what is it that we're telling ourselves? What is it that we're saying? Vine Afalpi, means this that Hashem himself is Lamalam Mokam Bazman. And we're not allowed to forget for a moment, we're not allowed to ever ever forget that we're living after the Tzimtzum. And that we're living as in a, in a world that's, the, that's a world of Ein Melech Bloam, but what we see with our eyes, what we see with our eyes is not true existence, although we exist, but what we see is not what is the true existence. It's only the contracted Gecholim Arimais embers of post Tzimtzum, of He'elem, of the Olam, of the world, in which Hashem's infinite light is Ne'elam, and therefore we experience God in a way of time and space, of, we experience ourselves in that context, but we're not allowed to forget for a second the truth. Afa <laughs> Pichain this is the this is the most wondrous thing that even though that even though Hashem himself is com- completely transcends space and time nevertheless he is found everywhere in Mokham and Zman. Dainu, Shemisyachet Bemidas Malchuso. This is the unity, the absolute unity. Bemidas Malchuso, Shemimena Nimshach Venishava Hamokham Azman. Because from that point of Malchus, that point of Malchus, the infinite light of Hashem, that point of Malchus where Hashem 
decided to create a Malchus. From there, is Nimshach v'Nishava, from there, we have the creation and existence of space and of time. And the Midas HaMalchus is inseparable from the Infinite One Himself. And that's called Yichud Tator. So when we say the words that's what it means. That we that we say together with Shma Yisrael Hashem Akenu Hashem Echad. That's the Yichudi Ilah, the true reality. Shma Yisrael Yudkei Vavke Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. That's the true reality from which everything comes, which is Lamalam and Amalkim Lamalam and Azman. Shma Yisrael Hashem Akenu Hashem Echad. And then we say we whisper. Baruch Hashem Kavod Malchusay Leilam Vaed. Is the Malchus of Hashem, which is Yehuda Tato, which is a lower level of unity, which means the this world and all worlds of time and space. What does this mean? It means our belief, that Hashem's Infinite essence, Hanikubishem Ein Sov Baruchu, that we refer to with the term Ein Sov, without end, Humolei as Kol Haaretz Mamish Bizman Umakam, fills all existence, Mamish Bizman Umakam, in time and in space. Above and below, and all four directions, all and all worlds, and this world, which is the lowest of worlds, is filled with the infinite light of God, equally, everywhere. Kikahu Ba'aretz Mitachas, the same way in the world below, Kamoba Shemaim Yimal Mamish, as it is in, in Shemaim Yimal. Kiakolhu Bechinas Mokam, because everything is Bechinas Mokam that we live in, which is Botel B'Mitzias, which if we were able to see the truth, it's like, it would be like the, like the particle of light on the sun. That this that this world that we live in, this mokum that we're standing on, and that we occupy this space is is completely like null, like nothing. The same way that 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 it was before creation, in the infinite light of God. Hamislabishbo that is enclosed in space and in time in a way that is hidden. 
Ayyidei Midas Malchuso, through the Midah of Hashem's Malchus, his desire to be a Melech, and ain Melech below Am. So the infinite light of God, just as before creation, is now everywhere, and fills all, all, all worlds. Humislabesh, Humislabesh by Ayyidei Midas Malchuso, Hamiyuchedes by Yisbarach. And it's enclosed in the Midah of Malchus, which is inseparable from God's essence, from the infinite light of God. Because the Midah of Hashem's Malchus is the Midah of Tzimtzum. All Tzimtzum means is Hester, is covering and concealing. Not, God forbid, the removal, the actual removal of Hashem's presence. That, to the Alter Rebbe, to the, to the Talmud of Hashem, that is absolute kfir. That's apikursis. To think that God has removed His infinite self, His essence, the Shem Havaya Baruch Hu, from the world of Al of Dalad Nunyud, from Adnas, is kfir. All Tzimtzum means is the concealment of the infinite light of God. In order that space and time not become nullified and lost and bottled. Because Hashem wants a Malchus, and He wants an Um, and in order that He has this reality, He has created this. He has created this headline through the Tzimtzum of Gecholim Oymemais of the of the embers, for the light is not seen; is not obvious. Shleibot lo hazman v'hamalkum imitziyusam legamrei. There wouldn't be any time or space. There wouldn't be any existence as we know it where Hashem to pull away that mask of Tzimtzum, of the concealment. You look in footnote Tezayin on the bottom. What? I said that's easy for you to say. When it's small, it's tight. Sorry. I try to try to save paper. Yeah. Tezain Reela Holland. I'm sorry. I'm offering you. I'll read it for you. Okay, I'm doing that right now. It's okay. Take a picture of it and blow it up on your phone if you're really serious about it. Okay. Ve'elahalan igeres hakodesh chafei in the igeres hakodesh per chafei. Have you laughing? Because we don't have this back. We don't have this new shiva. The stuff that goes on here. Right? That's why he's laughing. It's just kids. I know. I know. That's why you're laughing. Right? We don't have this new shiva like this. These comments and stuff. We just, we just learn. Okay, I guess when you get older, you have to. 
uh, lighten up or something. I don't know. <laughs> Can't concentrate that long as the boys do in Yeshiva. When what we're learning now is don't, don't, don't say, oh, this is Kabbalah stuff. This, this is like, this is all hidden stuff, Kabbalah, this is for Kabbalists, not for me. Daltorbi says, this is the basics, this is the basis of our Emunah. This, this is not Kabbalah. This has been revealed to each and every Jew, and to us and to our children, to believe with complete faith. The says, "Don't I fill heaven and earth?" I completely fill. Heaven, I completely fill heaven and earth. That's not Kabbalah. And, and one is not allowed to ignore the simple pshat of the Pasuk. Now, the Rebbe is very emphatic about this because of the school of Tzimtzum, which is Kipshuta, which we'll talk about briefly. The school of Simpson Kipshuto, which which seems to which seems to believe that Khasvasholan that that there is Istalkus, an actual removal of God's presence from the world, and that God is watching the world from a distance. So so Ain Mikriyotsin Vipshuto we're gonna see that. The Rebbe says, it says in Pazik, it says in the Pazik, I fill heaven and earth. I am everywhere. That's the Pshat in Pazik. In other words, don't think that, the, that, don't think that what we're learning, that, that that God is everywhere, that there's nowhere without God, that everything is elokus. Don't think that that's some fancy Kabbalistic chassidish drasha. That's fairish in this pasuk and many other pesukim. That's the pshat. That's the pshat. You want to say something else, David says, then you're going off. This is the pshat. This is the pshat of the of of what we're living in, and this is the pshat in pasuk. And this is the basis of the simple faith. Bistam klolis yisro. Bistam with yid. Jews, that's what we believe in. Umesur b'yodam. And this emunah pshuta that we have in the pshat. Of esha shamayim v'esharetz animolei. This emunah pshuta that simple Jews have. That God is, that Allah is God. That everything is God. And everything is, everything is God. This simple emunah. Is, and this simple way to understand the simple pshat in, in Pasuk is Masur Biyodim. have the same They received, Jews received from the, from the Babis and the Zaydis. That's what we received. Shaholchub of Tamim Hashem that lived in a simple, 
and pure way with Hashem. Bli lachkor b'seichel anoshi, without getting lost in all kinds of uh, of uh, philosophical inquiries, human philosophical pilpulim. Inyan helokus. That the human mind is not capable of understanding. Because everything is beyond Seichel. That the Jews have gone all of the years without trying to figure out how is it possible that God fills all the world? How could that be? I don't see him, I don't know. We lived always with the Munapshuta, that that's the Messias. That Esashamaim Vesaretz Animoli. As the Shemaim Vesarts Animali. Now we're going to see what the Tsimtsum Kipshuto school does with with this. We have to understand. They'll be for, they'll be much more focused. The the Misnagdisha school will be much more focused on the on the words Kvodomale Olam as opposed to as opposed to um, Animale. Uh, Kvodo, there's a covet of Hashem. The covet of Hashem fills the world. And the Tzimtzum Kipshuto school will, uh, will explain that the covet of Hashem fills all, all worlds. But, but that not Hashem Himself. Now it's true that we're going to see that there's a tremendous amount of controversy regarding our understanding of the Tzimtzum Kipshuto Esam Hadrish. And we'll talk about that in Hashem. I don't want to get into the, all the polemics. It's, it's huge. It's a huge Indian. I mentioned this already there. <clears throat> the, the piece that we're going to be coming to next week, a little bit later in this parak, there are claims that it's a forgery. and uh, The words that are used, were they, were they meant to be, were they meant against the Vilna Gon, or were they meant against... Uh, the Lahavdo, the uh, the world of Shabsai Tzvi Yimachshamo. Who was the Rebbe speaking about later on when he talks about the Apikorosis and the Kfira of anybody who doesn't believe in this? And what was the Vilna Gon actually saying? <clears throat> What's the view of the Vilna Gon? Such a tremendous amount of controversy regarding that. It's a heartbreaking Indian because of the Machlaikis that revolves around it. And we're not going to go into the oymic of that <clears throat> because it's itself something which is impossible to figure out. The day is like this and like that. But the <clears throat> those who those who do not ex- those who do not subscribe to this to this way of learning, they'll be more focused on kvodo mole as opposed to ani mole, kvodo the covet of Hashem, not ani, not I myself, but the covet. But we'll have to see more to understand what that means. Okay, we'll stop here. We'll continue with next. That's what we're going to learn the rest of the year, Mitzvah The practical differences. That's what we're going to learn. It's not a comment. We have to learn it. <laughs>